Good morning, church. Great to have some of you back from holidays. As Kirby's already said this morning, Happy New Year to those who it's first time back. Exciting, right? Who's excited for 2024? Some. Some are still a little unsure about what the year is ahead. 2024. It's kind of a scary year for some, isn't it? Tegan's already there. 1040 the other week. I turned 40 at the end of the year. It's like, what does that mean? It's kind of like the year 2000. Pastor Bruce mentioned that. Was that last week or the week before? Mentioned the year 2000 and how everything was going to stop. Does anyone actually know what that is? The millennial bug? That anybody not? Anybody have no idea what the millennial bug is and how 2000 was ending? Young people? No, you know what that actually was? Yeah, that's right. Some of some of you guys weren't born then, so. So I worked out yesterday, I was at a, at a Bucks party yesterday, sitting down at dinner next to young Jordan Kugel and uh, worked out that he was born the year I graduated high school. Right there in that moment, I realised I'm old and uh, I was ready to go home, so, but uh, life is good, right? Life is good. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about the year ahead shortly, but why don't you guys grab your seats and uh, while you're parking your backsides, give the team a big hand once again. Great work this morning. Leading us, as always, it's fantastic. Love coming into this place and just having great worship week in, week out. It is good, so um, just a little one on Kirby's mention of the playlists. We added the song to Spotify, but I've got no idea how we do that to YouTube, so it might not be on YouTube yet, but um, it will be shortly because it'll get sorted, but I might just stick this there for a minute. Who went on holidays over Christmas? Did anybody get a chance to go away? Did anybody's holidays go as planned? Some people's did, some people's didn't. Ours did not. And uh, it got me thinking about 2024 and the year ahead and planning and what you do when things don't quite go the way they planned. And so our Christmas was planned months ago. And uh, my parents have been building a new house up on the York Peninsula and uh, building their retirement home and... Uh, two-story place, water views, so that when all us kids come up, we can enjoy it together. And, uh, and so they've done this, and then, you know, I think, long story short, we planned to be there for Christmas, have first Christmas in their new house, christen the house together, so to speak, and uh, with all the family together. The day before we left, we had the Williams family Christmas, and as those who were here Christmas Day heard that there was a number of the Williams family that were down with some sickness, and uh, we took that with us, and Christmas Eve started the same journey that was happening down here. We started that up and celebrated Christmas and christened my parents' new home beautifully with a bug going through um, the majority of those who were there. And uh, it's not a lot of fun because 
The house is almost finished, but not quite. So the, the, we're using portaloos, and uh, and we'll just leave that there for you. Just to so Christmas to New Year's was an interesting, interesting time that didn't quite go to plan, but we did it anyway, and we pushed through, and we had a great time. And uh, instead of having Christmas a couple of days either side of actually Christmas Day, it got delayed because we told my other sister to just hold off coming because you don't want to get what we've got. And, uh, and so that, that was Christmas. And so then from there, we were planning to go and just go either north or south, depending on how the weather was. We had the camper on the back of the car and we weren't fast. If it was hot, we were going to go south to cool off. And if it was cold, because this summer, who can pick what each day is going to do? If it was cold, then we were going to go north and chase the sun. And by the time all that happened, we decided we're going home. And uh, we're done. We just don't need this anymore. And so we did. We came home, had a couple of nights at home. And while we were driving home, a couple of hours in the car, talking about, all right, well, we're going to go somewhere. And so working out, what do we do? How does that look? And, uh, and so Emma found, while we were driving home, Emma found this place on the side of the river. Beautiful 16-acre property. They had kayaks and stuff that you could hire from their reception area. And uh, it was just over at Manham. So nice and close. But there was, I think, 11 of 13 camp spots available. And so we went, well, there's only a couple of other people there. It's going to be perfect. 16 acres don't have the headache of hassle of caravan parks and people like that just right next to you. So I thought, this is perfect. So we jumped in the car and drove off to go there after a couple of nights at home, repacking, grabbing new supplies, and off we went and uh, driving down this road that it was on. And there's kind of hilly kind of stuff out the right-hand side of the window, a couple of farmhouses every now and then, and out the left is just, you know, through... That kind of area around Manham is just floodplain cattle fields that are just, that's all there is. Driving along going, not quite what we thought it was going to be, but driving along and get to the end of the road and we haven't seen anything. Okay. Driving back and then somebody in the back seat of the car decides to have a vom. And we're like, oh, here's the sickness back. This is just what we need. We can't find the campsite. Now we've got more vomit in the car. So like, this is not the way we planned what we were going to do. While we're pulled over, trying to find a bucket in the camp trailer. Good thing travelling with the camp trailer. You've got everything you need for that sort of scenario. So found that. And then a farmer drove past. So I stepped out in front of him and waved him down. Well, I didn't give him a chance to stop. I just stepped in front of him. And... Uh, he said, oh, he said, you're looking for the campsite at this address? And I said, yeah. He said, oh, yeah, we just had a whole bunch of people start rocking up yesterday looking for this campsite. It doesn't exist. Someone's just put up this full scam campsite, taken money through an actual proper like website. Um, the website checks out. Anyway, so then after... All right, what do we do now? We've got a kid in the back. We aren't actually where we're meant to be, and we're in Manham. There's not anywhere else to go. Um, and so, anyway, we ended up driving up to Barmer, as a lot of you know. And uh, so, instead of just driving an hour, we did an extra two and a half hours, but we went that way instead of straight. And we ended up having a really great time, but it wasn't the way we planned. 
we did get our money back and uh, it's all good that site's, well that campsite's been shut down and reported and all of that so it's all good, it worked out but it wasn't the way we thought that little two weeks of holidays was going to work out. If you go back to the last three days of that actually sitting up on the river, went to a 60-acre property instead of a 16-acre property and we knew it existed because we'd been there before and so it, was, it all worked out really well um, until we went on the forward drive track and I might have just put down a little bit of damage to the car, but it's all good. It's, it's only minor. Didn't blow up an engine like our last big holiday, so it's all good, but... My purpose in saying that is it got me thinking about planning, got me thinking about what do we do when we've, when we've got a dream, when we've got something that we're looking forward to, when we've, we're thinking about 2024, we've got our anointing of dream service coming up at the start of Feb, I think it's February 4th Sunday, I think it's the 4th, the first Sunday in February anyway is our anointing of dreams and first fruit Sunday, we do it every year, we'll have some little cards out in the foyer from next week and you can start to think about what you're dreaming for as a family, as an individual, as a business. Some people do all sorts of different combinations of them for, for the year ahead. And it got me thinking as we start to think about and dream about 2024, you might not just be planning a two-week holiday. You might be planning a 52-week year. You might be starting to dream about what's to come into the future as you get married this year. There's a few people in the house this morning that are in that boat as you start planning for a family, as you start planning to buy a house, your first house, a car, start a business. Who knows what people are doing in this context in 2024? But I want to encourage you that very rarely do plans actually go the way plans are meant to go. Right? So don't get disheartened when you get to the destination and it's not there. Don't get disheartened when you get to the destination, it is there, but then one of your kids vomits and everything just goes downhill. It's like, we still got to where we were going. We still got to camp on the river. We still got to enjoy some family time and spend time together. It still worked out, but it wasn't as we planned. It wasn't what we saw at the start. It was a little bit different. There's a guy in the Bible who goes through something like that. Build to reach, just get rid of that before I lose it. Back in Genesis 37, a young man by the name of Joseph, 17-year-old, the favourite son, the favourite child, He's sent out to, to check on his brothers as they're out tending the sheep. And he, he goes out with a plan, I'm going to check on them, make sure everything's okay, all okay, and then I'm going to return to my father, give him the report, and everything's good. That's the plan. But if you know the, the story, if you don't, we're going to very briefly paraphrase it this morning because if we read through the whole thing we'd be here till dinner time but <clears throat> but it starts with Joseph having a dream and the dream that Joseph has is that he's going to have his brothers bow down before him 
He's going to have them come and bow before him and he makes a little bit of a mistake and he tells them that that's what's going to happen and they get a little bit, if you've got siblings, you don't like, especially the younger sibling telling you that they're going to do something and you're going to have to bow down to them. And uh, yeah, there's a couple of nods happening around the place. Uh, but, <clears throat> but he does this and so he's got this dream, he's got this plan, he's got this vision, whatever you want to call it, he's got it. He's spoken it, he's declared it, he's written it down, he's made it so that this is what is going to happen. He's going on this holiday. He's going to start this business. He's going to start a family. He's going to get married. He's going to do what he's going to do. His brother's going to bow down to him. And so his brothers in verse 8 say, Do you intend to reign over us? Verse 8 of uh, Genesis 37, that is. And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he said. And so straight away there's, there's a little bit of opposition. When you're going to do something and it's going to be great, there's always opposition. If you started a business here, you know there's, there's opposition. If you've started a family, you know that there's always opposition. It either comes before you actually have the kids or once you've got the kids, then there's lots of opposition doesn't matter what we do, there's always something that pushes back, someone that pushes back. And then he had another dream and he hadn't learned the first time and so he told his brothers the second time, I had another dream and this time the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing before me when he told his father as well as his brothers, even his father. Even his father who was the one who loved him the most, even his father who, who looked at him and cherished him so much, even his father rebuked him. And so then the brothers go off and, and they go off to look after the sheep and do what they're doing and, and Joseph gets sent to check on them. And the brothers come up with this idea of dad loves Joseph the most. We don't want to bow down to Joseph in the future. So let's sort this out now. Let's get rid of him. We can make it look like he was attacked by a wild animal. We can send his cloak back. Let's do it. And so they set this trap and then they end up throwing him in a hole. I think, well, instead of just killing him, even better, we can say that he was killed, but instead of just killing him, we can get something out of this and we can sell him. And so they do, they, they sell Joseph <clears throat> because of Judah. Because Judah says in verse 26, he says, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. And so they sell him. Sell him into slavery. Joseph then gets bought and gets brought into Potiphar's house. Potiphar buys Joseph as his slave. He ends up working his way through 
a process, a journey, becomes Potiphar's right-hand man. Overseeing everything in his household. We know that then, if you know the story, there's, there's then another little deal in there because Potiphar's wife takes a fancy to Joseph. And she says, well, I want you. And he says, no. But she then again, the cloak, Joseph shouldn't have worn cloaks really. He should have worn tight, skin tight clothes, should have been a cyclist. And then he would have had all these problems sorted, not advocating wearing what cyclists wear by any stretch, especially if you look like me. But um, <clears throat> loose fitting cloaks are good at times, but it didn't help Joseph. He didn't look like me. He was, he was much better looking than me, I think. And, uh, but she grabs him and falsely accuses him of raping her and Joseph's thrown into prison. Again, Joseph's plan, my brothers are going to bow down to me. He's not looking too good. Right, so far, Joseph's brothers, have, well, they were going to kill him, decided to sell him. He's worked his way back up and then just thought the plan was getting back on track. And now he's been thrown into jail. Very loosely connecting this to our holiday. He's gone away. He's had the first bout of gastro go through. He's come back. He's decided we're going to try this again. We're going to work our way back up. We're going to go away again. And then the campsite isn't there. Just when we thought things are looking up, we take another hit. 2023 might have been a year when you took some hits. 2023 might have been a year when you were, you were on the way up, you got to the end of 2023 and then something happened. Got falsely accused. Something happened at the campsite, wasn't there. The, the thing that you were looking for, the thing that you had your eyes set on, got to the end and went oh hang on that's not what I thought it was going to be that's not a beautiful campsite by the river that's just just a floodplain full of dairy cows not very exciting <clears throat> and so Joseph goes through that journey of being in prison works his way up in the prison to the point where he's trusted in the prison. A couple of other people get thrown in the prison as is what happens in prisons and he ends up interpreting their dreams. They get out of prison, get back to Pharaoh and he says, remember me when you, when you see him. What happens? They see Pharaoh and they forget him. It's like there's the moment, there's the moment of breakthrough, there's the moment of I'm going to get out of prison, there's the moment of I'm going to reach the point I thought I was going to reach. But it's squashed again. This is Genesis 40, verse 23. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. Jumps into chapter 41 and says, When two full years had passed, 
Pharaoh had a dream. When two full years, this isn't just a, a story about one year. This is not just a story about a two-week holiday. This isn't just a, this is a story about life, about the ups and downs of life, about not giving up. And so Pharaoh has a dream and long story short, it leads to, leads to Joseph getting out of prison, leads to Joseph being in a position of interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, being put back in charge, being restored to where he was, being in charge, basically prime minister of Egypt, being in charge of everything, famine comes, who's in charge of all the grain, of all the supplies, when the famine comes, Joseph. Who comes across to get some grain because of the famine? Joseph's brothers. He then has a little bit of fun. I like Joseph for the fact that he had a little bit of fun with him. He didn't just reveal things straight away. I kind of think that's what I would have done as well. Just made him work for it, made him earn it, played a little joke. <clears throat> Accuses them then of stealing And then eventually comes full circle where Joseph's dream of his brothers bowing down before him comes to fulfillment when his brothers bow before him and beg for him to not throw them in jail for something that he did sneakily to them. It's kind of a... But what I want to encourage you this morning, church, and what I want to put before you this morning is let's not give up. If you've got a dream, Joseph was 17 when this started. You might have had a dream when you were 17 and years later, you're going, oh, 2024 could be the year. Nah, probably not. Why not? Why not? Why can it, why, how can it happen to Joseph but not happen to us? Why could it not happen to you? Why could it not happen to me this year when this year's the year that you step out and it actually happens? 2024 might be the year when, I'm not saying you get thrown in prison, but maybe not, but 2024 might be the year that we get falsely accused. 2024 might be the year when something, another little stumbling block comes up but what I want to encourage you with this morning, church, is let's not give up. Let's not be people who just go, oh, throw in the towel, it's all too hard. Joseph could have so easily thrown in the towel, right? When your brothers sell you into slavery, that'd be worth just giving up. Well, that's it, I'm done. When you get falsely accused of raping someone and get thrown into prison, that's kind of, you know, I'd probably, yeah, all right, time to just give up. When you get someone else out of prison and, and they then say, yep, yeah, we'll remember you, and then they get out and they forget you. And you go, oh, really? I'm never gonna I'm never gonna get through this. I'm never gonna get out of this. Do not give up. Do not let those around you stop you 
from reaching your potential, reaching what you've set out to achieve. And so 2024, dream big. When those dream cards, if you're one that loves using those dream cards, if you've got your own journal or your device that you record dreams on or wherever it is, however you do it, it's like dream big. 2024, it's like let's dream for those businesses. Let's dream for those families. Let's dream for that house. Let's dream for that marriage. Let's dream for that whatever it is that you're planning for and dreaming for for 2024. Get something that you just go, this is it. Or it might be something that when you were your 17-year-old or when you were the 39-year-old or when you were the 40-year-old. When you were the 80-year-old, you started, you had that dream. You started to plan for your future, started to say, yep, this is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to bless my grandkids. This is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to bless my parents. This is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to reunite. I'm going to reconnect with my family. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to start believing for my family. I'm going to start believing for my future. Because if we don't start in 2024, we get to the start of 2025, and then we get to the start of 2026, and then we get to the start of 2027, and if we haven't started in 2024, can I tell you we're probably not going to start in 2028? It's like we sometimes you just got to start. That's what I love about Joseph. He, he was bold enough to tell his brothers, I had a dream. This is what I saw. He, had a, he was bold enough to put it out there to say, I believe this is going to happen. Could have kept it to himself. But if he kept it to himself, how much easier is it to just, when you get thrown in that pit, just give up? And so that's why we write things down on our dreams cards. It's not necessarily about sharing it with everybody. It's like, hey, Dave, in 2024, I'm going to take over your business. It's like, maybe don't go telling... Somebody, I don't want your business, by the way, Dave. <laughs> and your business doesn't want your business doesn't want me. <laughs> but but it's like you, you maybe don't just go in so boldly to somebody and say, oh, "I'm taking over that," or "I'm going to have this," or "I'm going to do that." But it's like write it down. Keep yourself accountable to it. To go, you know what? I'm not going to give up on this. I'm not going to give up on chasing my dream. Because then the end of the year comes, the start of next year comes and you go, I did that, I did that, that one there, I haven't started my business yet. That one there, I haven't bought that house yet. But you know what? I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep putting that, I'm going to put that on next year's. Because I got close in 2024, but, but I wasn't quite there. I didn't quite have enough of a deposit. I, I tried, but there was, it's like you might have been trying in 2023. Well, who's to say 2024 isn't the year? when you get that breakthrough. So dream big and don't give up. Don't give up. How many dreams have I had? How many things that I've, have I just thought of, I'm going to do this, and then I've just given up? It's like we've got to just be people who just go, you know what, let's persist. Let's keep going. Mine isn't giving up. Mine's just procrastinating. <laughs> So I had plans for Friday and then I was putting the camper away. I was packing it 
putting stuff back in it, getting it back in the shed so that our backyard and our shed looks semi-reasonable again. And I walked outside and I went, no, nah, it's too hot. So I was productive. I went and washed the car, but the car, I mean, the car, it needed washing, but it wasn't that important. But I was like, just put off doing the camper. So now it's like, oh, do I do it today? Do I do it tomorrow? Do I... One day, I'll do it. It's like, when does it now? Procrastination. Don't procrastinate. Don't be like me and just keep putting stuff off to the last minute. It's like, get it done. Believe and get it done. Don't give up. Don't give up. Be accountable. Find someone that, is in, that you are accountable to. It's like, write it on a dreams card, sure. But if nobody else has seen that dreams card, can I tell you, don't, you don't need to show them everything on there. But find a mate. Find a friend. Find someone you trust. And say, you know what, I'm believing. Can you pray with me? This year, I want to start this. This year is the year that I get that breakthrough. Can you believe with me? Can you keep me accountable to it? Because when you've got someone just coming and checking in every couple of months, just randomly, just, hey, Murray, how are you going with that, that thing? Murray says, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. But now it's back on my radar, thanks. How much more are we inclined to just continue to work towards that than just, oh, yeah, that's right, I wrote that down back at the start of the year, but oh, I forgot about it. It's like, it meant something to me now, but, well, then, but it doesn't now. It's like, hang on, if it means something to you now, it probably means something to you then. So work through it. Push through. Don't give up. Do not give up. So many opportunities. Joseph could have just gone, that's it. Throw in the towel. I'm done. But he didn't. He didn't. And so when those cards come out, when we start to write things down, when we bring them and get those dreams anointed, that's not just a moment where we just go, yep, this is kind of cool. Or what's the point in this? This is anointing them with oil, putting an approved stamp of God on them, saying, God, we give these to you. God, we give these to you. Bless them. Good thing to run it through is the God, not my will, but your will. Because sometimes I can be dreaming things that isn't actually of God. I can be planning things and God's going, not yet. Joseph had the dream and God said, not yet. Put him through some tests. Put him through some time just to sit and wait. Sometimes the potter or not sometimes the potter does stuff and then it just sits on the shelf to cure, to get right, ready for its moment. And so, God, I just pray for everyone here this morning. God, as we start to get into the motion, as we get back to work, as we get back to school, as we get back to university, as we, as we do what we're doing in 2024, God, I pray that you'd help each one of us to dream big. God, to not just get to the end of 2024 and go, oh, yep, that was a good year. 
But to get to the end of 2024, I go, I achieved this. I'm halfway through that. I'm working on this. I'm going to get there. God, help us to, to be people who aren't just sitting back waiting for things to happen. But God, we're out there looking for them to happen. God, working towards them. God, help us to not give up. Help us to not shrink back when things don't go quite the way we planned. God, when people come against us, when maybe people come at us, come for us, God, help us to stand strong. God, help us to not give up. And so, God, as we plan, as we prepare, God, I pray that not our will, but your will be done. God, for each of us as individuals, for us as a church. God, let your will be done in our lives. Use us, God, to grow your community. Use us to, to connect with our friends. Use us to reach those around us. In Jesus' mighty name. God, use us. relies on us having a connection, having a relationship with him. If you're not connected with him, there's nothing better you could do in 2024 than get connected. Start walking with him. If you haven't made that decision before or maybe you have a long time ago, we need to reconnect with him today. If that's you, I'd love to pray with you. Simple prayer to ask for forgiveness for the things we've done wrong and to ask that he'll walk with us, journey with us for the rest of our days. Jesus died on the cross so that we could do this together with him. And so if that's you, you need to get that right to start 2024. Come see me. We're going to sing a song in just a moment to close the meeting. Come see me during the song, after the song. But I would love to pray with you, to ask God into your heart, to connect you with him, to live a life with him. The altar is open for any other prayer as well that you may need. But otherwise, God bless you. Have a phenomenal week. We will see you next Sunday back here for another brunch and another service, 9.30. See you then.